You've heard the pods, now see the smods. See smod.com, your one-stop shop for tickets and info to all upcoming live Smodco shows. Grand Rapids, watch Kev and Jay get old on March 28th. March 29th, Jay and Bob get old in Detroit. Get old in Chicago on March 30th. Don't miss a night with Brian Johnson, conversation and viewing of Vulgar at the New Jersey Horror Con and Film Festival in Edison, New Jersey on Friday, March 31st. Kevin Ralph bring HBO to the Hollywood Improv Friday, March 31st. Meet the comic book men at Steel City Con, Monroeville, PA, April 7th through 9th. The Hollywood Improv host HBO with Kevin Ralph on April 8th. Get old with Jay and Silent Bob in Lawrence, Kansas, April 18th. St. Louis has Jay and Silent Bob getting old on Wednesday, April 19th. Check out Kev Solo in Bakersfield on April 22nd. That Kevin Smith spends an evening in San Luis Obispo on April 23rd. Friday, April 28th, Hollywood Babylon with Kevin Ralph at the Hollywood Improv. Jay and Silent Bob get old in Alberta, Canada. Saturday, April 29th, Regina, Canada. Get old with Jay and Silent Bob on Saturday, May 6th. Tidewater Comic Con in Virginia Beach. Get ready for JMU's Saturday, May 13th and Sunday the 14th. Kevin Smith goes solo in Phoenix Saturday, May 13th. JMU's in Niagara Falls at the Niagara Falls Comic Con June 2nd through the 4th. Phoenix gets an evening with Jason Muse on Thursday, June 22nd. Jay makes a stop in Raleigh, North Carolina at Raleigh Supercon July 14th through 16th. Florida Supercon in Fort Lauderdale gets Jay Muse on July 27th through the 30th. August 11th has Jay and Silent Bob getting old in Boston. An evening with Kevin Smith hits Nashville on Sunday, October 8th. Bookmark csmod.com and we'll see you in your town soon. Comics, a weekly comics report with Mike Ming, broadcasting from the Shared Universe Podcast Studios in Red Bank, New Jersey. My name is Ming Chen, sitting across from me, waiting for his tauntaun to freeze before the outer marker. Yet again, is Mike Zapsic, everybody. I'll see you all in hell. Yeah. What's up, folks? How you doing? It yeah, is cold that in here. You, uh, you, better, you best be <laughs> tuning in on twitch.tv slash mingchan37. You can see the uh, the You can see the epic. blooms of our breath in here. They, uh, it's not that cold, dude. It's pretty fucking it's cold, that cold in here. <laughs> <laughs> when I came in, you could literally see your breath in here. Really? And uh, let me tell the story. Okay, tell the story. So uh, my, car's, uh, my car's being used by my wife today because we've got hers in the shop. Okay. And uh, so she came up with me, and we're having breakfast. Okay. And I go to open the door, right. and the top bolt is locked. Okay. The, this is the front door before you get into our building. Right. And we just share a little, space. Just a little preference. Yeah, we share a building with? Rob Bruce. Yay. Okay. Yay. 
Okay. <laughs> Hooray for us. Okay. So the top bolts is locked, and I'm like, and we don't have a, we don't have a key to the. There's top no key bolt. to the top bolt. Yeah, it's kind of like a bolt. We we've come to understand. Do not never never lock that bolt. Yeah. Because we don't have a key to it. Right. But Rob locked it because he was sleeping here. Last okay. Night. Oh, because he doesn't have a key, so he locked it from the inside. Yeah. Okay. So I I'm. So I'm what like, do you do? I call him up and I'm like, get your fucking ass down here right. and unlock the goddamn bolt. And, and what was the uh, 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 Was he in his underwear? No, <laughs> it's too cold to be so, in your underwear. I think he, he just, I think he goes to bed and whatever he's going to wear the next day. And that's what it was. I, he comes down. He's got a, a little nightcap on. Okay. <laughs> this, you know, a, a nice right, shirt. All right. Rob he's looks, holding a candle. Listen, Rob looks pretty fucked up in when when he's awake. Yes. Normal life. How and, fucked up did he look this time? And like just awoken. Uh, with a clatter. Do you know that, you know that uh, episode of The Simpsons where Lisa asks, hey, why did they make that Muppet out of leather? Yeah, <laughs> what's, what's a Muppet? Well, it's not quite a mop and it's but, not quite a Muppet, a puppet. But, but oh, man. Yeah. So I don't know. So, yeah, okay. he looks, he, he's all squinched up and his face looks like um, if you accordion, you know, the, those accordion, Anything? you squash it down. Yeah, when you squash his something down. His face looks like an accordion. He looks like one of those Sharpe dogs. Okay. So I was like, what's wow. up? You, what's uh, up, Rob? Oh, man. Did, you, did you see his junk? <laughs> no, no. He was he was fully clothed. He was. He's a never nude. So thank God. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, well, I have, a, I have a quick story about uh, related to that as well. One, one, one time um, uh, there was a blizzard a couple weeks ago. Right. And I got down here and I, I was trying to get in and I went to unlock the door and it, it wouldn't budge. I'm like, oh, man, it, it froze shut. So I start... I start uh, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger in this door. I started putting my shoulder against it, hit it a couple of times. It's not budging. I, and I'm convinced that it's, it's been frozen shut. So I'm going to town. I'm kicking. I start, right. kick, I start <laughs> kicking it. And then I hear a clatter. <laughs> it, same thing. Rob would lock the top lock. And I, his eyes were still closed like a mole's. Like, what's up? Yeah, I didn't. I never in my dreams I think I was like, why the hell would this door be locked from the inside? There's no, no. earthly reason it should be. No. And at the time, we didn't know that he was fucking sleeping here for whatever yeah. reason. I have no idea. He's sleeping in here, and this, um, just, this is his comfort inn. Yeah. Now I don't think we, have we ever taken a photo of his office? It's filled to the the roof with. Junk. There is absolutely no place to sleep in. Yeah, there. I don't know where he's, he's sleeping on top of Playmates Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle boxes. I'm assuming, or and, he's or he's the one who actually bought the uh, aircraft carrier from you, and that's his bed. Yeah, he's sleeping on top of toys. Yeah. And not only that, I don't think he has a heat in there. So I think he has a. Does he have a space heater in there? I believe he does. Tell me he doesn't have a space heater. I in think there. he's got a space heater. We it's one of those. Sh- yeah, we're we're getting our shit out of here. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, and um, unfortunately, we are closing up this particular leg. That's why I looked a little little. It's it's bare. It's it's a little bare. Yeah, we're moving. We gotta move out of here. We're we're currently moving to another space. Um, I don't know. Did we tell the story? I don't. A long, I, a long story that I'm not even sure. I understand where our landlord doesn't really own the property anymore. It's very convoluted. But he's been collecting rent, it's, and now we have to be weird. out here. I don't know. It's very, very weird. It's convoluted and weird. Which and stinks. I had it set up just the way I wanted this was, it. This was beautiful. Yeah. This place well, was minor amazing. Minor setbacks, man. This is a, a hey, sign from God saying, you know what? This is your one you're going. You're going bigger and better. That's right. what it is. You're, yes. It's up, onward and upward. Yeah. But if anybody has any connections to real estate in the Red Bank, New Jersey area, cheap real estate, <laughs> we'd appreciate it. Four Color PJ asks, so did Rob's hair horn look better with bedhead? Rob got rid of the hair horn. Yeah, he cut it. Check his check his social media. Oh, my uh, God. Pop culturism. 
It's, you figure out how to spell that yeah, shit. Pop culturism. He actually There's cut it out and it's on display somewhere. It's it's on display. I think Johnny Day Funeral Home. Yeah. I think that thing was, it, it was sentient. Yeah. And uh, Talib1980 says, uh, Ming Chen, uh, welcome special guest Captain Cold. Yes. It's, yes. Yeah. Um, should, I, should I do my uh, Wentworth Miller impersonation? Yeah, do thing? it. Do it. I don't feel as if you truly appreciate the gravity of this situation that's good dude thank you that's good you're yeah, a you're go. a freaking rich little over um, no i'm ross mark yeah or, or a modern day ross mark Horn, uh, or, or i i was watching his thing on uh youtube this morning the esquire did a thing yeah youtube or google esquire ross marquand ross marquand who plays aaron from the walking dead he did audition tapes um it was fantastic he was amazing like uh john c Riley as in taxi drivers yeah, as, as robert travis, de niro he was travis bickle Right. You talking to me? Are you talking to me? That's good, dude. Yeah, I think you. you might be matching up. You should. You should no, I'm neck. not even close to Ross. Ross is the neck. man. You should go neck and neck with him. Yeah, and he can do uh, Christopher Walken. I cannot do a Christopher Have Walken. Have they done that yet? An impression battle? There's always a battle. There's a celebrity rap battle. Yes. Have you heard about this? Yes. Everyone wants me and Johnson to rap I think that would be other. fantastic. I think they're looking for real celebrities. You know, yeah, such you need as, real celebrities. and so Such as, say, uh, Katy Perry versus... Again, that like takes Ariana me out of the Grande. running with Ross. Because Ross is... And, and Ross is just the nicest guy right in you know, the world they want just one of, yeah and they want someone they who's, want like robert de niro versus uh christopher walken yes like that would be cool but do they do impersonations i would love to see them rapping i i would too i would too but but uh, a celebrity rap battle if you're looking for bottom of the barrel brian johnson and i are ready <laughs> it'd be even better if he shot it here because then it means he doesn't have to get on a plane and decide not to show up oh yeah because he gets too scared to rap against well, me so. <laughs> the two best words in the world Ming default default yeah. default the best one word in the world Mike forfeit forfeit actually that's also a two letter word two two, two syllable two syllable word two syllable word but forfeit forfeit actually it wouldn't be forfeit because he used you have to care to forfeit so do you I, 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 I don't I'm pretty think... sure you have to care to forfeit I disagree alright well whatever all you I know not is that Brian doesn't care. I think you're not caring for it. But I think default. You would you would be the winner by default. <laughs> okay. Well, not by put, forfeit, really. Put me into the next round then. Because forfeit is it's, like, all right, we we quit. So me versus Brian Jones is basically a bye week, is basically yes, what it is. That that would be perfect. All right. All right. Well. Um so big That'll big, be great, man. Uh, can't the, do it now. the uh the big story of the week, uh Netflix's Iron Fist. Everybody yes. since we're supposedly some kind of experts. On such things, people want to know our opinion. Okay, are you? Have you finished it? Have you I'm, watched it? Have you I have, watched? I have it? watched up okay. to uh, episode eight. I had a couple things to do. Right, this and then you were like, we were doing... "Fuck this!" No, no, no. I will finish it. Okay. Uh, I think that, and I'm the furthest person in the world to make this statement, but I'm going to anyway. Make it. Um, since when did? Kirsten Dunst get a sex change and become Finn Jones. When when did that happen? Oh yeah, they think you look. They look Kirsten. exactly. I'm like, it's very distracting. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, I'm I'm expecting Kirsten? her to kiss Spider or him to kiss Spider Man upside right. down. I'm like, what what's so going on here? Kirsten Dunst with fuzzy hair is what. You're yeah, saying. with with a with a um you know a Brady Bunch perm. Right, and and um and he dresses like Rob Bruce. And he dresses like yeah, that's that was weird too. Yeah, except with that funky hat. He doesn't have Rob's funky hat. We right. should get that for him. Right. Um, I actually I had the weekend off. I actually you binge. I watched the, the whole, whole thing. thing. Yeah, which okay. I usually don't have time to to do really. I watch. 
like four. Yeah, you go back watch another four. You are like Mister. You're Energizer Bunny. Sorry, I'm wiping my mouth. Yeah, no. You're Energizer Bunny. You're all over the place. But you took the weekend off. Actually, like I laid in bed and made a cup of tea. Nice. Oh, so you were very zen about you watching the uh, Iron Fist. Then you threw the cup of tea at the fuck you Netflix. I did. No, I, I personally know the, speaking, yeah, yeah, go give you. Well, I mean, the, you saw yeah, the whole thing. The major complaints is it, it's uh, very slow, a lot slower than the other yes. series, which I totally agree with. Yes, absolutely. Um, oh, I, I guess I got my complaints out of the way. It was slow. Let's not, you know, I, we. Yeah, let's not kill the lily. For we've seen Iron Fist. Um, yes, and for a show based on martial arts, not a lot, of, not a lot of fighting. I mean, they put a fair amount, but we. You want, we want more. We want more. We want more fighting. You, I mean, Daredevil was almost, it wasn't nonstop fighting, but no. I mean, the character pieces were sort of on the back burner right. as opposed to the action that went on. And you saw Daredevil getting his ass kicked. Yeah. You saw him taking beatings and learning from it. Right. Whereas uh, you've got Iron Fist. Iron yeah. Fist is the living weapon. Iron yes. Fist is the quintessential martial artist in the Marvel universe. Yes. Save Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi is the only one who can maybe, maybe uh, equal him. Yeah. Good thing they're both good guys, but. Yes. There are other martial artists who are, uh, who are, who can give him a fight for uh, his money, but they didn't introduce any of those guys in here. And let's not forget, Shang-Chi doesn't have any special powers. He doesn't have the power. He doesn't have the Iron Fist, but you saw, Here's the thing, and it's it was my – granted, you have to update. Now, I read Iron Fist back in the 70s It's very 80s. 70s. It's, it's very 70s, very that. 80s. A lot of people, their main complaint was, this is cultural appropriation and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, take those two words apart and go fuck yourself because yeah. those two words, cultural appropriation, don't care. Yeah. If you want to learn uh, Zen and you're a white dude, you should be allowed to. Yeah. You want to be – a Jew Ming, yeah. you want to you want to revert or revert? <laughs> oh my God, um, that that sounded worse than I meant it. You want to convert to Judaism? Go to town. Yeah, this actually goes against everything that Bruce Lee was te- trying to teach me. Exactly, he was trying to show anybody wanted to learn exactly Kung Fu, that's what it is that they should be able to learn and pe- and the asian community rebelled against him and they, they actually had a whole f- you can look this up it's and it's bullshit and that's fight, that's why be- they said that he might have died it's it could have been like sure, an cur- assassination sure but here's Anyways. my point is now we've gotten to the point where you've got uh a white dude with blonde hair who is the pinnacle of martial arts perfection yes he is he is at the top of the, right. of the game and a lot of people are like this is bullshit well it happened in the 70s pal so yeah. you're about 30 or 40 years right. too late in your complaints right. when i was reading it um the main story is danny was trying to come to grips with the 15 years that he had lost right. or the 10 years that he had lost however long he was in kunlun and you know he he didn't understand about New York City. He knew a little bit, but when you're ten years old and you're taken and thrown into something else, a, a mystical, heavenly, yes. uh, other dimensional. But of course, they threw some other paradise. stuff in there where he's like getting the shit beat out of him. Sure, um, you tend to forget about that stuff unless you're clinging to it. But he didn't. In the comics, he was of Kunlun. Yes, which is kind of cool because he's this guy who you know. He he achieved what he wanted to achieve. Right in the um, the Netflix show, it's like he was away for like six months learning this. That's what it felt like. Yeah, okay. he came back and he was like, "Hey, I know this. Hey, I know that." Right. And they didn't use uh, Jaron Hogarth to her full potential. J Money. 
She's or or it's a man in the comic book series. Correct? He was he was a dude in the comic book series. But I, hey, again, if you're gonna you know swap roles, I think Carrie Moss did a great job. She is like very um, cold, cold hearted, yes. and she's perfect for yeah. the role. So they didn't use her as much. Colleen Wing and Danny Rand were best friends. They never hooked up, right? Like well, they did. Hey, you know it's it's the it's the it's, it's the two thousand. Yeah. Um, and I think that part of it was uh, he wasn't as fluid as he needed to be as far as like Kung Fu goes sure. or Gong Fu. Sure. Um, yeah, these are a lot of top-down angles, which to me, uh, you know, hides. Hides uh, a hides, host of sins. You're absolutely right. Hides, you, know, if, you know, if you can't fight so good. Yeah. Which, you know, yeah, that you go top-down. Well, I mean, know. six months for him. And, and that's what it was. You need to have him searching, you know, what's my place in New York now? Right. What's my place in the Rand Corporation? Right. I know my father, he comes and he makes all these unilateral decisions because he's got 51% of the shares. Which, uh, and again, this is something that uh, is very boring on um, on paper. You can't really show it. It's it's stuff that should be going on behind the scenes. You know, like, oh, Danny had a, a court hearing today. And who gives a yeah, shit? Yeah, but they show the court, you know. The, you don't they, need to see I, that I, stuff. There's a lot of board meetings. Right. A lot and of board meetings. Which, and where's that money coming from? I mean, is it coming out of somebody's pocket? You know, and you have all this this boardroom bullshit it felt like dynasty meets i kung fu yeah well my opinion is you know there's so many boardroom scenes they're cheap they're cheap to shoot i don't, of course they are i don't know what the budget was on this but i i'm it thinking should have been more it was what it should have been yeah i'm i'm i don't think anybody will argue me with me with what i wanted to see was the battle with the shallow of course right? and and I, I thought we were going to see a scene where he plunges his fists into the heart and all that shit. And well, actually, he he grabs and and uh, he's got a. That's where he gets the brand from. Right. Where he, you know, it burns into his skin, and that's yeah. what gives him the power of the iron. Fist. I'm, I was waiting for t- thirteen episodes to see the that fight. Yeah, it didn't happen. And I'm assuming. I, and oh you know, yeah, you're I'm only eight episodes in. I'm, I'm, gonna, got, I'm I got sorry, five spoiler. more episodes. No, that's they, all right. They they don't show it. I'm sorry. And well, they, they interviewed Finn Jones. Like, well, why didn't they show? It's like, well, I think you know, budgetary. There are budgetary restraints. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, fuzzy for life pulls it out. Yes, he should have showed. Uh, what about 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 something? He should have showed up. Um, yeah, they should have shown his uh, his hand like on fire. And, yeah, that uh, would have been cool. And to be honest with you, any parent. If my ch- if if I took my family on a vacation sure. and we disappeared 15 years from now, mm-hmm. I can um, if I'm a multimillionaire. Right. Uh, actually, you know, they can go. My my kids will be able to go to uh, the person who will take care of all of our, you know, my mm-hmm. attorney, sure. and be able to be like, hey, I am I'm Mitch Zapsick, or I'm I'm Daniel Zapsick, and be able to prove it. Right. Because I've got a shitload of stuff that'll that'll go into storage. Right. Well, they, hey, <clears throat> I'm just saying. Meacham's got rid of all that shit, apparently. <laughs> but you know what? Um, if uh, Hogarth was, you know, as We're, good as we think she is, right. she would have had stuff. Yeah, that could have proved them. Right. You know, proved she could have. She would have taken stuff because she didn't like the. Uh, she didn't like the Meachams. No. At all. No. So she would. She, she would have like loved, loved to give him an fu exactly, and she would have taken stuff when she left. Right. So, oh, and she gets like ten percent yeah. or whatever. She gets a fee. Yeah. Oh, and she get oh, she's on permanent retainer too. So yeah. So, so so those are just a complaint. A couple complaints. Uh, nitpicky, perhaps. 
Uh, I'll tell you what I did like about it, though. Freaking um, uh, Jessica Henwick, who plays Colleen Wing. She was amazing. She was great. She To me, she made the whole series. She I'm was gonna, Colleen Wing. I'm going to say that right here. And don't get me wrong. Finn Jones did an admirable job with the time that he had. Yeah, the time, the training, the, and the script that he had. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't know who you saw in your head as Danny Rand for the last 40 years. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought he did a pretty good job. Yeah, given what he was given. He yeah. But, again, he he looked entirely too much like Kirsten Dunst for my taste. I swear to God, it took me out of. Okay, that's funny. They that's, had the same smile. That's it's, funny that I didn't even see that. But oh, you, dude, you I'm like, a lot whoa. Of, yeah, I'm like, holy crap. Because there are certain times when he smiles, and I'm like, that's the Kirsten Dunst smile. Right. And I'm like, oh my god, it's so nuts. And it, just like my mind making that association took me out of the story. Yeah. So I'm like, oh crap. Yeah, but I thought uh, Jessica Henwick, uh, Colleen Wing, I thought she was great. She was fantastic. The daughter of the dragon. Daughter, I love that, and I love the underground fight scenes. I I thought those were some of the best. They were amazing. I thought, actually, I thought anytime she fought was great. Yeah, that she was, was fluid. Yeah. She was. You could you could actually think to yourself, this is a lady samurai. Yeah. Because not only was she a kung fu and a karate master, I mean, she was of Japanese descent, right. which I thought was excellant. Yeah, you know, uh, you're cross, you're blurring those lines. And back in the day, uh, the guys who were, uh, it was, I think, uh, Len Len Wine, yeah, Len, Len or Len Wein yeah. and uh, Chris Claremont, they also were, you know, culturally appropriating. They were taking sure. what they liked, the yeah, Japanese culture, and two, what they liked. Two white the, guys, but yeah. yes, but that doesn't mean anything. very okay, white right. guys. The two Actually, whitest guys crud, ever. Right now, they're crusty old white guys. They're oh, they're crusty. Well, I don't know about is Len, Len Wein Wine. still alive? Yes, he is. He is okay. Uh, I don't, but I can tell you that uh, Chris Claremont, he's pretty crusty. You said yeah. uh, two feet away from him. <laughs> he's crusty. He was crusty. He's pretty crusty. <laughs> crusty and angry. Yeah, that's that was his two defining. Still a genius writer, so okay. you know, we'll give him that. But uh, you know, Jessica, if you're listening right now, uh, we are we're big fans of you. We thought you did a great job, and uh, my goal this year is to, to get a photo with her. I'd like to meet her and just tell her she did a great job. Yeah. So um, I mean, leading up to you didn't hear about her at all. I know at all. They didn't they didn't hype her up at all, which I they should have. They should they should have been like, hey, this is the surprise of the decade. Yeah. And another thing that pissed me off: no costume. Yeah. Not not even a trick. I mean, they had the robes. Which not even the, close, the, the, not even the good green enough. and saffron robe. Don't care. And then I guess they give you a little taste with. I again, I don't know where you are, but um, they show some old footage of an old Iron Fist. See, but, that's that comes a little bit later, and this is that but, was the uh, Matt Fraction and uh, Ed Brubaker yeah, 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 yeah. kind of thing. So yeah, yeah. But you're right. I wanted to. I was like, come on, we're we're the Yellow Flats, man. Yeah, seriously, I yeah. needed to see those ballet shoes, right? I thought it was old, oh, like bare, bare, like dirty bare feet. Yeah, and then yeah, right, hanging out in a, a, a midtown park. Yeah, gross. Yeah, and um, just one thing to know: I uh, in the uh, first few episodes, he's very zen. Yes, come, come alone. But then you see him; he comes becomes kind of an arrogant bastard. Yeah, he's like he's a little bit and a whiny sack of crap. Right. So I was like, what happened? To, I'm like, dude, what happened to the zen? One thing but that maybe that comes with the chi. I, you know, right. I, 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 I don't, I don't, you know, it, it was those drugs he was on. Yeah, I, I love how they explain everything with chi, though. It's like, yeah. oh no, can't someone? No, your chi is low. Oh, like, oh I'm sorry. The, you got chi. something I can? You yeah, got can something I, I can take from that? Yeah, yeah. Is there a pill or something? Yeah, or, right. Yeah. How's your chi feeling today? I am full of chi. Yeah, my chi is feeling pretty good too. Yes. Um, another thing that I I did have a problem with. Um. He did. He was he was a little whiny. 
That's yeah. that and arrogant and whiny. Like, uh, the, and my wife pointed this out to me. You know, he takes on the hand. Yes. He goes and he destroys their lab. Right. And he's like, I didn't know that they were going to come back after us. It's yeah, like, like dude, what the, the fuck? Here's the fucking hand, dude. And not only that, but you, yeah, your specific mission in life, yeah. not just anything, but in life is to to battle and defeat the hand. Right. You have been training for this for the past 15 years and you didn't know. Right. You didn't know that they would retaliate. You didn't know. You're right. supposed to be a master strategist. Yeah. The whole point of of gung fu is, um, you know, thinking three steps ahead. Sure. And dickweed, what the what is wrong that, with you? That's how you achieve ultimate victory. Exactly. You you don't think of the next move. You think of the next sixteen moves. Right. So yeah, it's that to me was just like, and he's telling um, Ward Meacham, uh, I didn't think that far ahead. I was right. like, fuck you, no way, yeah. that sucks. All right, so. Too, oh little, little, God! Little too uh, whiny for your taste. If Chuck Op asks, "Whiny like a young Darth Vader, Hayden Christensen?" Kind of, yes. Christian, Christian is it Christensen or Christian? I who, Hayden you know, Christian. Who, who cares? Who gives a flying who fuck? Cares? Yeah, exactly. Isn't he an architect now? He should be. I don't or know. He should be a greeter at Walmart. I think he's still acting. Hi, like, welcome I to think Walmart. He's, I think he's still acting. Oh like. Jesus! I think yeah. he's still acting. Any of the one but Anakin Scour, I actually think he does a good job. Hey, but. you know who's a, a better actor than Hayden Christensen? Anybody. Oh. I'm saying, that's just you say that about anybody, though. But I'm bumped. No, I, I actually think that Kirsten Dunst did a great job in Iron As Fist. Iron Fist. I, I think Kirsten she was Dunst great. Was a great Iron Fist. Yeah. All right. So that's our, that's our ultimate Iron Fist review. Mike's got five more episodes. I mean, you're going to watch them. Right? I am going to watch them. Okay. No, you're kidding. I, you can, I read uh, crappy books you know, to the that, end just because that might have been the thing though uh you know, iron fist you know product of the 70s so i mean it's it's listen it's tough writers had a tough job updating it where uh, it was i don't think be, so no themes are themes no matter what year it sure, is sure but it, it was very steeped in the 70s though there, there's there's a few the coolest thing about the marvel premiere part of the iron fist right. when if you go back and, and you get um number 15 uh, marvel premiere 15 yes and up to uh 25 i believe it was okay you saw him going up against he he went to and he's decked out in full costume and he goes into the uh the Meacham building. It's right. it's the uh the Rand Meacham building. And he goes in there and um Harold Meacham had turned like five floors, five full stories into like one never ending death trap. Right. There were like all sorts of uh, things that he had to go. He's like, Oh, this is sort of like a Hogan's alley. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah. And so that was amazing, right? And probably wouldn't have translated well with the. I mean, they would have blown their entire budget just on one. Oh, shot. sure, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, it's just yeah. Hogan's Alley is not cheap to make a, a gauntlet, if right. you Will and uh, I, I can see why you wouldn't do that, but you can you can translate that into something else, sure. So yeah, I mean, I just think that they took the easy way out. Yeah, that's that's just me, and and I'm sure that. If if any of the writers are listening to us right now, they're like, "Fuck you guys! You try writing this shit," and I'll be like, All right, I, "I can't." Give me like, a pen. Oh, okay. You're gonna, you want to <laughs> take would, a try? Yeah. Oh yeah. I I think um I, I think thir- for Iron Man maybe thirteen episodes was a lot. Maybe, they should have dropped it down to eight. Do a Stranger Things. Yeah, exactly. I think right. that would have been fine, but it's the, the the Marvel and take the budget that you had for the thirteen exactly, episodes and make, and make it a little bit better like in each one. Eight yeah, great tight episodes. Sure. Yeah, that God, that 
as we should matter be fact, working for Netflix dude, or Marvel or both. More Marvel. Actually, it would have been cooler if um, he took the if they they had him taking like um, a mil- militaristic stance, a very like uh, kung fu karate type of thing, right. where uh, instead of attacking them head on in New York City, he had retreated to like Jersey. Where it's cheaper to, to film, I'm I'm sure. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, they're <laughs> fighting in Red Bank. Yeah, or in front of the stash. Well, that, yeah, that, that, that'd, that'd be, be great, cool. man. The hand gets thrown through the window, like you, you're like, yeah, and you have like, Jay and Silent Bob yeah, standing we're, there we're, going, we're, "What are you doing, you douche clowns?" We're in there, and Walt's like, "You broke the window. Yeah. You're, you're that's coming out of your ass." Mike, grab a broom. Yeah, Mike, grab a broom. Uh, yeah. Get him. Get him. I'm blaming you for this. I know <laughs> that you're gonna have to pay. You're gonna have to, you have to have to pay for that. You know. Get him. You're a dick. And that those uh, come when mini mates you just crushed. You're gonna have to pay for that too. That would be cool. Um, what's your opinion on, on this? Uh, you've seen like kung fu movies. Yes. The um the one guy versus like 27, and they surround him. Uh, and, um, I think that that's that's um, a really really great thing. Right. I think it's visually stunning. I see. But unfortunately. It sucks because you, if they're all martial arts masters, yes, they would just fucking kill him. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. It's like I always I attack one at a time. Those are my thoughts on Iron Fist. Pretty much, uh, I'm I'm in total agreement. Yeah, I mean, I hope you go back and finish it. I'm going to. I, I will finish it by this weekend, but uh, it needs to pick up the pace. Uh, I hope Defenders. Uh, that's different. You got all four of them. I, uh, true. The, the Marvel playbook. You got the the origin stories, and then bam, you just go into. Uh, yeah, but this was one of the and, and unfortunately, this one was one of the cooler origin stories that they kind of fumbled. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I just I, I if it was money, I I would have gave I would give him I would have chucked him on a twenty to see the dragon and like, I Kung Lun. I would like to see Kung Lun, dude. I think that. Um, you you put your money into it's it's an investment, right? You're investing in the future not, in season not, two. It's not like they ain't got no money though. Of course not. They've got like trillions. Yeah. They've got quadrillions of dollars. I think that um, Disney owns two of my children. Sure. So, sure. Yeah, and I think they've got all, enough. All we saw of Kung Lung was young Dunny Rand getting uh, beaten with bamboo sticks. Yeah, I mean that could have been that, that could have been up in Chinatown. You don't know. It, it was it was in a warehouse in Vancouver. Or exactly. That's and that's or, the or thing. Or Atlanta. Or Atlanta. Or yeah, Georgia Peach. Yeah, if you're gonna beat someone in Atlanta, beat them at the Claremont Lounge at least. Oh, I have a story for you about the Claremont. Do you Lounge. do yes. tell? Do tell. So anyway, okay. This morning, okay, uh, before I. Uh, harassed rob to sure. get his fucking ass out of bed or right. get his ass out of office whatever the hell you want to call it yes um i picked up some stuff at a local bakery okay the bagel oven we're gonna give them a shout out oh bagel yeah i like oven. that place yeah They're our, great. Our, our local bagel place yeah been there forever yeah so i go in order jewels and myself a sandwich yes. each and a guy comes up behind me he says hey never thought i'd say this to somebody but what about the claremont lounge how about that like, claremont and i'm like uh, I'm like, wow, yeah, nobody ever talks to me. He's like, you're the only person I've ever seen in New Jersey with a Claremont Lounge Loud and sticker. proud, baby. Yeah. And I said, absolutely. Love Loud it. And proud. I, I told him. It's I said, proud. too bad uh, Goldie's not there anymore. He's like, that nah, Blondie. Oh, you messed Bl- up I'm the like, name. oh, I said, well, I, always do, that. I always do that. And he is a connoisseur. He's like, I used to live down in Atlanta, went there all the time, yeah. took people there. Said it's one of my favorite places in the world. It is. I said you must meet Ming Chen then. 
Yes, if you've never heard of the Claremont Lounge, we talk about it a lot, but you may we be do. jumping in the middle. Uh, just Google it. It's the greatest place on earth. Google eyes. Yeah. But you know what else is the greatest thing on earth, Mike? I do. Blue Apron. Blue Apron, Mike. This Bam! Blue episode Apron. of ISO Comics is brought to you by BlueApron.com. Blue they, Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Yes, it is. Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone, whether you're a classically trained chef or a schlub or a schlub, a Ming Chen or a schlub who uh, cuts his fingers when he's opening up a can of uh, baked beans. Even Brian Johnson could prepare a Blue Apron. Very true. Blue Apron achieves this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients and building a blah, 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 blah. Listen, this is how it works. I, this is the copy. <laughs> Ming Chen doesn't They've feel like reading this shit. Well, no, like, you know, they use only the freshest ingredients. It's all like um, what humanely. Yeah, they have uh, partnerships with uh, ranchers, um, seafood farms, and and um, you know, fair trade uh, farms. I guess. Yeah, organic. This is how it uh-huh. works. Every, once a week, or however uh, you can choose. Typically, once a week, you get a box. Inside that box, a bunch of fresh produce. Freshly, uh, humanely raised meats. It's all in, packed in an uh, in, in insulated bag and freezer stuff. It's not spoiling. Yeah, you got those it's, big blocks, the blue gel crap. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, Those the, are nice. Yeah, I mean, they're frozen solid. Like, yeah. You could probably sit there on your doorstep for like 10 days and still be good. Yeah, they, but I they, wouldn't try that. Yeah, they ship it next day. It arrives on your doorstep. Uh, for me, like I would get it at like 7 in the morning, dude. Yeah. Like I would wake up. And uh, there it is. I'd about to go let the dog out, and I'd run into my Blue Apron box. And so all of that's in there. Everything's pre-portioned. You don't need to measure anything. You mean, yes, absolutely. They, they even put it into to, uh, little cups Yeah, separate bags, separate containers. Everything. For each thing. If you need butter for two separate parts of your dish, yeah. they'll give you two things of butter yeah, for you to use. Already measured out, already, already tablespoon. And inside are recipe cards with clearly clear instructions, photos, and um, and... You know, photos of like what it's supposed to look like at yeah. the end. This is like Cooks Illustrated um, on crack. It's it great. This and is... do you remember the Deal Emils? Uh, Richard Simmons. Yes, yes, I do. Deal Emils. And he was horrible. And those things were disgusting. Oh, it's This awful. is actually a well done Deal Emil. It's cool. It's cool as hell. It's good for um, you. It's, it's good and good for you. And that's the, that's the thing. You know what? Cooking together builds strong family bonds. If there are statistics out there that say the parents who eat with their children's five nights a week, yeah. kids aren't going to smoke crack, folks. Really? Yeah, that's what they say. Sixty-three okay. percent wow. less likely to smoke crack. All right, so don't no crackheads. <laughs> Done by the Zapsic Institute of Research yeah. and Development. Yeah, backed by the Chen Institute of Family Planning, Family Values, and Family Values. Yes, exactly. Those who spend a lot at restaurants or high-end grocery chains can now spend under ten dollars per person for delicious meals. So it's cheap too. Yeah, un- unbelievable. You go out to eat. I got a family of four. I'm looking at at the very least like ninety bucks. Yes, without tip. Yeah, and that's no booze. Ninety bucks for yeah. all four of you. Yeah, jeez. My man. kids, my kids have some. Dude, um, you gotta quit eating at Roots Chris Steakhouse every night. That ain't it. Ain't that, buddy? I know, I, mean, I know you. I know you're like I got TV money, bitches. Like no, I here. don't. And then it's nah, like oh shit. I mean, no, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I've got comic book man money. I should be going to McDonald's for Christ's sakes. Right. So anyway, that, the Happy Value meal. Yeah, exactly. Too, yeah. I can't even supersize it. Yeah, exactly. But that's that's beside the point, folks. Blue Apron makes sure that you get your food value dollar for dollar. 
Right. And you know, this is what it boils down to. Every, every I go home and, you know, my wife is like, well, you're going to cook dinner or what? And I'm like, well, what do you want? And, you know, we, we waffle for a while because I don't, I don't know what I want. For and dinner. then you eventually. Did- eventually we decide on something. It's 730. I go to the store. I go and buy it. I get back. It's 830. I cook it. It's freaking 930, man. Yeah. I wonder if we, if we would have eaten at like 7 or 630 or earlier, would I have time to play with my kids, you know? Get some stuff done, then you know, get busy with the wife or something. Like, ah. listen, it's good. It's good all around. This is Ming Chen's guarantee to you, folks, especially to you young men out there. Yeah, or young ladies. Nothing. Well, nothing impresses a young lady more than a young man to cook for them. Right. You want ass? Well, this is how you're gonna get. Yeah, it. Blue Apron Blue ass. BlueApron.com. Uh, check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to BlueApron.com/comics. How cool is that? You can check out this week's menu and get. Those three meals, okay. free shipping. Just remember the uh, blueapron.com slash comics. Yeah. Not I sell comics or sell comics. It's slash just comics. Just comics. You'll love how good it feels and tastes. And tastes. And, and tastes. Fe- you'll, you'll love how good it feels. And you tastes. will. It's great, incredible. Are we doing Adam and Eve commercials now? Because that's pretty cool, no, too. No, but that's related to what we just said. About I got you, yes. Uh, you will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. Where do we go? That's true. Mike? You go to blueapron.com slash comics for your three meals and the free shipping. And just remember, folks, Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Better way to cook. That's blueapron.com slash comics. Try it. Try it out. Let us know what you think. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. If you love it, great. We'll pass it on the company. All right. Uh, we if got you our... hate it, we want to make fun of you. So Yeah, we're going to make fun of you. Probably, you, you probably, probably didn't get no ass. You probably screwed it up. All right. <laughs> new comic books, Mike. Yes, yeah, so let's talk about the Did new you comics. Read, uh, I have a, a bevy of books you that, do. that I read. I came in yesterday, and uh, it was a pretty good week for a comic book. We're, we're bouncing off yours because I can't remember what I read. Yeah, but no I problem. Do but you'll, you'll chime in if you remember reading I do. Things. Actually, Iron Fist number one is top of your list. It is. Uh, you know, off the Netflix series. Uh, the release of this, timing-wise, a coincidence, I don't think so. Not not at all. Uh, this is called the Trials of the Seven Masters story arc. Yes, and um, if you watch if you watch the show, it, or if you're a longtime Iron Fist reader, which I am, um, the the plot line starts out with Kunlun being destroyed. Danny Rand, um, you know, you are poor Iron Fist. Well, he was because it got destroyed. Um, because it's destroyed, uh, his his uh, his tether. To the to his chi to Shaoli uh, to Shaoli the, the uh, Shaolo yeah the Shaolo has been the severed so he no longer truly has the power of the Iron Fist so and his confidence is destroyed confidence destroyed has no sense of purpose he's got he's got nothing to do so what do you do when you're a living weapon or you were a living weapon you join the Avengers no you no know, he didn't because they won't take you because no. you don't have the power of the Iron Fist because you're anymore. a plus. Well, he's not really a puss. You you just want to prove yourself. You want to keep. He does. So what does he? What do you do? You go into the world of worldwide underground fighting, like Colleen Wing did, like, like the daughter of the dragon herself yeah, in al- the show. Although in this book, little more visual, he goes around the world like Budapest, okay, and other things. He's, well, he's he is like kung fu. He is walking. Um, he's walking the world. Yeah, or my comparison is uh, Street Fighter, the World Warrior, the video game. Okay. Yeah, he's like Ryu or Ken. Or okay. Maybe not Dawson. He can't stretch out and stuff, but he's like one of those guys. And basically, he's beating down tomato cans. He's fighting. He's taking on whole groups. He's using his wealth to get into these fights. Right. He's, ba- he's literally got a duff bag full of money. and like, hey, I want to fight everybody. Great. What you got? Here. Mic drop or bag drop yeah. or full of money. He's like, can I fight? Like, which one do you want to fight? All of them. Takes them all on, beats them all to hell. 
keeps doing this over and over. They're, but they're all, they're all tomato cans until he is that what you call them, tomato cans? Yeah, that's why they call it in the boxing world. Okay, if they throw on a, an opponent at you that's not worthy okay. of your skill, but you want to feel confident. Why do they call it tomato confidence? cans? Um, I think the origin comes from kicking around a tomato can. Like it's it's easy. Okay, it's an old forties term, kind of like getaway <laughs> okay. sticks and. And um, I don't know. I was like, you know, I, I beat down a tomato can. She, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Uh, finally, runs into a dude named Chosen, just very close to Chosen from Karate Kid Two. Right, Chosen. Uh, and he invites Danny to participate in a tournament of skilled You're fighters coward. on the island of Lushi, which is very Enter the Dragon ish. It if does sound say. very, very Enter the Dragon. Yeah, but the dude goads him into saying, "You're you've dude, been fighting." Dude, you look like you stepped out of a comic book. Yeah, but Chosen basically goads him. Going, uh, Lushi also sounding like um, Kunlun. Yeah, you know, it's very, very rhythmic. Right. Very um, somewhat not alliterative, but it flows off the tongue. It does. Yeah. So that's, that's. I like this. This was really cool. Uh, it it was, it was derivative of a bunch of things that we've seen sure. before, but I mean. For like a, a you know you know volley for serve. Yeah. This is actually I, I'm curious. They yeah. they hooked me. Yeah. Very basic plot. You don't need a lot of brain cells to no. be to be reading this one. It's still very entertaining. Great art. Great fight scene. So that's Iron Fist number one. If you're uh, if you want to continue the high that you're feeling off the Netflix show, definitely pick this one up. You just want to learn about more about Iron Fist. Pick this one up. Um, did we mention, are there any essentials or any trade paperbacks yes. that people should pick up now that they've seen the series? There is. There's uh, The Power of Iron Fist, The Power of the Iron Fist. I think that's the name of it. Um, just came in today at the stash. Yeah. I, I ordered it because of the Iron Fist show. Nice. And it's um, essentially all the, the Marvel premiere and the, the John Byrne, Chris Claremont run. Yes, for sure. And yeah, there's, and if, if you want to see, um, they in this month's um, upcoming previews, they are doing a Defenders uh, comic book. Nice. Okay. That ties into the Defenders Netflix show. Oh, right. that's right. Okay, cool. With the so, current characters, the current yeah, story Yes, Jessica arcs. Jones, uh, um, Luke the, Cage. The, the characters rendered as they appear on the TV show? Yes, I okay. believe so. Great. With uh, Daredevil and uh, Danny. Cool. And I'm sure we'll see uh, Claire Temple in there as well. She can't stay away. It's her. It's her destiny. Here's the best thing about it. It's written by Brian Michael Bendis. That's all. I, well, Bendis has has done fantastic runs on Daredevil. Um, he created Jessica Jones. Yeah. The uh, the Alias it, comic book, which uh, Jessica Jones is based on, was created by M- Brian Michael Bendis. He was originally going to use Jessica Drew. Little little spoilers or a little uh, behind the scenes for you folks. He was originally going to use Jessica Drew because she was already an established private eye in the Marvel universe. Yeah. But um, they had plans for her. Marvel did. They wanted to use her someplace else. And Bendis actually said, hey, you know what? This actually works in with my Avengers disassembled thing yeah. that I'm doing. And I'm going to bring back the new Avengers. Yeah. That's going to be cool. Yeah. So you guys have fun with Jessica Drew. I'm going to have fun with Jessica. No, Trump. and he wrote the new Avengers. So he's like, oh, hey, he I, can, yeah. I get to write both of them. Right. So pretty cool. Good on you, Brian yeah. Michael Bendis. One of the greater writers of our time, right? Yes, now. actually, he is the Marvel guy uh, next to Charles Soule and uh, yeah, Dan Colin, Slott. Yeah, Colin Bunn. Too, and Colin Bunn. So. Colin Bunn is also going over to uh, DC, I think. He's, yeah, he's, he's doing dude, some stuff. Dude can't stop writing. I, I love know. Him. And he's a, he's a fan of ours. And we're oh, a fan awesome. of his. So. That's cool. Uh, Flash number 19. This was uh, great. This was really cool because you've got uh, the Flash 
Captain Boomerang, Digger Harkness, he's kind of a dick, folks. He's I'm, a big dick. He's a, a huge big dick. big Australian Outback dick. Okay, and um, they're... When we last left. <laughs> we, exactly. We last they're in the left. Outback. Yeah. They're in Australia, and they're, they're essentially at the mercy of these gun runners. Yeah, Digger and his... Uh, he's, they're weapons dealers, but they have very high-tech weaponry. Yeah, gun runners essentially, but you know, they're, they're like old-school gun runners, but they've got high-tech crap. Right. And uh, they can they got stuff they can even take down the Flash. So they're about to be executed. Right. They're literally tied to stakes yeah. with the firing squad. And uh, <coughs> Flash can't get out of it because they've got this these tethers that uh, like yeah, mess with Yeah, he can't phase this. through them for yeah. whatever reason. And Kid Flash is with them. Uh, Wally West. And... Um, Wally is trying to find out where his dad is. Yeah, Daniel. Yeah. Daniel West. So um, that's why they, they're in the outback. That's why they're in there. Yeah, the outback. But uh, Wally finds out what happened to his dad, and Barry um, does something. Uh, Barry actually reveals his identity to Dan to About uh, time, Wally, dude. I know, but he doesn't want. Uh, Barry's got this thing where he, if he reveals his identity to somebody, he thinks it, you know, gets him killed. Puts yes. him in danger. Yeah, it's he's not far off. All no. things, all things go to hell. Don't if you can help it. Oh, for God's sakes, take a look at the Flash TV show. He's taking off his mask for everybody. That's true. Like every yeah. single I know. person. Who doesn't know at this point? Uh, I don't know who who's like living in Central City. Maybe Oliver the uh, the kid whose mother to Oliver Queen's kid, right? Connor. Yeah. May- maybe. 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 Yeah. And even then, that's questionable. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know some very cool themes uh, here. I, actually, yeah, Wally kind of gets them all out of this. Yeah, um, using uh, using his own his own thinking. He's under the tutelage of Barry and the Flash, but um, he kind of uses own, he uses his own wits. And he's got a couple thinking. of powers that Barry doesn't. Yeah, at this point. Yeah, including um, some kind of explosive uh, power. Yeah, as, as a matter of fact, this is it's a throwback to the old Impulse uh, Bart Allen. Yeah, where Bart could vibrate through things, but he would cause them to explode. Yeah, which Dude. is way cooler than just vibrating through them. Yeah, like why not end a little explosion at the end? Uh, because sometimes if you're vibrating through your house walls, you don't oh, want to yeah. blow them up. You don't want to blow up the house. Yeah. All right. All right. Fair enough. All right. So that's Flash number nineteen. If huh? you're if you're a fan of actually, if you're a fan of comic books, all this whole Flash run's been really great. And there's there's one major spoiler right at the end. I'm oh, yeah. not going to give it to you. It no, is, we're not. It's going to tie into everything that's coming up in the um, the DC universe. Yeah, everything's been kind of leading yep. to this. So. Teen Titans, number six, Mike. Yeah, this one I didn't read. Um, you know, Damian Wayne pisses me off. He's a little um, surly, little um, he's emo. He's a dick. Emo. He's a dick. He's, he's an emo a dick. dick. Let's just put it there. Let's, just right. not Let's leave off the emo. It. He's a huge dick. Yeah. So, And not in a good way like Grayson is, but um, he's he's just... He acts like an ass. Right. Despite all that, the, the thing I love about this book, this title, is uh, it's got a very playful quality to it. It's yes. A, it's got a sense of humor. Yes, that's what I do like about it as well. Uh, I didn't read this. It is on my pile, of course. But, yeah. Um, it's called The Rise of Aqualad. Yes. And anybody who knows me knows I love me some Young Justice. The cartoon yep, was absolutely. fantastic. And this is uh, Aqualad, who was created by, if I'm not mistaken, it was Jeff Johns and... Uh, my, maybe Ivan Reese, I think, but, uh, he came out of brightest day. Yeah. Somebody's going to have to, you know, say, Hey Mike, you, uh, you're wrong. You're, you're wrong. wrong as usual. I'm like, well, God damn it. Like, you know, I, I'm not wrong. I was just testing you. That's true. 
I was, yeah. I was testing everybody out there. But no, uh, Aqualad was created by Jeff Johns. Yeah. This is Jackson. His name is Jackson Hyde, I think. Um, again, um, it's been a long time since I right. read uh, Brightest Day. Yeah, they're exploring some pretty heavy themes here. Uh, Aqualad is homosexual okay. in this run. He's also, he's got his par- powers, but his parents are very narrow-minded, so they don't want, he can't reveal that, so he's not living as he wants to. And they don't want him using his powers because they're afraid of what might <sighs> happen to him. So... Um, but you know that doesn't keep any, and you're not going to keep Aqualad down. Never going to keep a quality superhero down. Yeah. And I want to see how he um, relates to Aquaman. Yes. I think that's going to be uh, pretty cool. Yeah. So a lot of internal struggle. I'm, uh, I'm sure things will work out in the end, but not with a, not with a few bumps along the way. Right. Also, the Teen Titans have moved to the great city of San Francisco. It's Titans yes. Towers on the West Coast now. Uh, the Teen Titans Tower. There are two. There's oh, Titans the teen, Tower. I'm sorry, the Teen Titans Tower. There's the Titans Tower out in uh, New York City. Yes, that's it's um, with the original Aqualad, who yes. I think is going by Tempest now. Right. Um, the originals are out on the the East Coast. The new kids are out on the West Coast. You've got Superboy. You've got um, Robin. Yes. You've got Kid Flash. Yeah, Beast Boy. Beast Boy. Uh, Raven. Raven and. Um, Starfire. Yes. So you got, you know, it's a pretty good mix-up. And then the new Aqualad. Yeah. So there are a couple of humorous scenes here. One, uh, Beast Boy's making making dinner. Beast Boy's now a proclaimed vegan, much like our friend Rob Bruce. Yes, but he was a, a vegetarian on uh, the Teen Titans Go cartoon. Ah, okay. So they're following, they're keeping with that theme. Yep. And then everyone else just wants cheeseburgers and pizza. So yeah. <laughs> just like regular Teen Titans. Just like, regu- just like in regular life. Yes. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, uh, Beast Boy invites a reporter over to take her for a tour of the tower. Right. And uh, you get a little insight on. Uh, she tries to interview everybody. Uh, of course, Robin's like, you know, fuck off. Right. Uh, Raven's like, fuck off. <laughs> uh, you know, of Beast, Bo- Beast Boy reminds me very much of myself. Well, hey, come on in. Yeah, let's you're go. you're a yes man. Yeah, right? come, uh, on. come on, come on in. Hang let's, out. let's say I'll show you around. I'll show you everything. You know, I'll show have, you whatever you want to. Let's see. have some fun. Uh, but you the, show me yours, I'll show you mine. The uh, the reporter interviews him ends up disappearing at the end, and we find out where she is, and uh, we re- re- reveal an old aquatic foe. Uh oh. At the end, so. Uh-oh. Yeah, one 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 that's very very much. No Ming's got written down here. No spoilers. Nah, I'm not going to spoil it. Wow. So go 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 read it. Go, go read it go for God's sake. Go put down your 2.99 cheap. For God's sake. Yeah, come on. Uh Electra number 2. I don't I don't know if you've been following this is a No. This uh this book reminds me of Fembots in Las Vegas because oh, it's Electra. Not only is it Electra in Las Vegas, but uh in this issue it, she's trying to lay low, which is never going to work. No, she's not a Lalo kind of gal. Because in the first issue, she runs into a bartender with an, an abusive gangster boyfriend. He's been beating on her. Of course, she's um, going to get involved. That reveals that uh, ar- that reveals an old foe by the name of Arcade, Mike. Wow, who... Arcade has not been used to good con- <laughs> good effect. Yeah, I mean they used him in uh, I think it was uh, the Avengers Academy, but it was Avengers Arena. Right. Where Arcade was like, hey, you're on my island of death. And uh, Arcade, for you folks who are way younger than me. You young kids out there. uh, Arcade was first introduced in Marvel Team-Up. He was the premier assassin in the 70s for the Marvel Universe. He was contracted to kill... Uh, a guy named Brian Braddock, and those of you in the know know Brian Braddock is Captain Britain, 
and Captain Britain was staying with Peter Parker at the time. Yeah. And they had like they ran afoul of each other, you know, as as their costumed alter egos. Right. And they end up teaming up, but they're both captured by Arcade. And his preferred method of killing you is sticking you in giant pinballs and then playing pinball with you. And he's got these crazy things that happen in yeah, his arcade gaming yes. uh death. Yes. That's I mean, that's so this is know. what, 78, 79, somewhere in there. Yeah, now fast forward to 2017, uh, yeah. more or less the same thing. Uh, uh, robotic photos get sent after Electro. She takes them down, but uh, gets captured by Arcade. She gets gassed. Knockout I'll, gassed, of course. That was one I'll of his favorite that. things, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's following, very much following the, the old themes. It wakes up uh, inside one of his gaming contraptions. Of course. Hey, Electra, does this rag smell like chloroform? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she was more in a hallway, and it, it got it. it uh, Whatever the the jets, the gas jets. Uh, like, yeah. Oh shit! That's one of his favorite things. Oh today. shit! Yeah, that guy and that the gassing, the whole gassing and the chloroform, very seventies, eighties, correct? Of course, yeah. They don't really do that anymore, right? Where no. they sneak up behind. Can you even get chloroform anymore? Uh, I think you can. I I think you'd have to go on the dark web to get chloroform. Okay, right. So, yeah. And does it really work like that? You just put it over your mouth and you're out you, in two no, seconds. No, you're you're out, and it takes you like like a minute and a half. Okay. To, you know, like and steady breathing. So right. if you can hold your breath. And take like very, very take very very okay, you're good. short breaths. You can you can you can stay awake. Yeah, stay like awake. Eddie Murphy says in Harlem Nights, take very very shallow breaths. Very shallow breaths. <laughs> yeah, sip sip the air. Sip so, it. Yeah, yeah. As I remember in the seventies and seventies, everybody 80s, could get knocked out. I mean, if you it was such a plot point, everything. If you yeah, if Wonder you Woman, see, Bionic Woman, Steve Steve Austin got knocked out by chloroform. <laughs> was it a young lady who? Did oh, it to of course her? it was. Or it might have been a fembot. I don't know. Yeah. So, and last on my list here, uh, Batman Six Six meets Wonder Woman Seventy Seven Number Three. Yes, this was very cool. One of my favorite um, mashups. Yeah, I, I love Batman Sixty Six. Yeah, um, that's that was my Batman growing up. Yeah, and Wonder Woman Seventy Seven. That was our Wonder Woman growing uh, she up. She was our so Wonder Woman. Putting them together was I don't know what took them took them so freaking long. But although the the Kathy Lee Crosby Wonder Woman mm-hmm. is still pretty hot. She is, but she's Linda Carter. I know it was Linda Carter for God's sake. Plus, Kathy Lee Crosby had uh, blonde hair, and right, but still, no less of a woman. No, let's put it that way. Um, First two issues, uh, they were on Wayne Manor. Uh, It was a flashback story to the seventies and the Nazi era. This one, we found out in the uh, forties. You mean the forties? The forties, not the seventies. This is now we're now we're in. Fast forward to the sixties. Now we're in the sixties, and we find out that uh, Ra's al Ghul and Talia. Have located the island, Paradise Island. They have. So Batman and Robin go after them, but they can't go by themselves. They take Catwoman along with with them, in accordance of the law of Paradise Island, which must- of course is is just written someplace. Yeah. How yeah. the hell does Batman know this? It's his job to know that. It is. That's how it folks. Is. The law of the mascara of uh, Paradise Island is you must be escorted by a woman under the island. Fantastic. Now, I didn't know if it was kind of like a, you know, you ever been to, to a, the club where you go and, you know, you're with, you know, say it's like two, you got two male friends and one chick right. and they're like, no, nah, you don't have enough women with you. We can't let you in. Yeah. Never happened to you. I don't know. If it, that ever happened to you? No. Happened to me once. No. So it was, I think, I think it was, yeah, it was, I had like, two, it was three dudes and like one chick or something. And they're like, hey, you don't have enough women with you. We can't let you in. Which is discrimination, of but, course. But you know, with the club club rules, so I'm scrambling on my phone trying to. I'm in the city. I'm like, do I have any friends, <laughs> any female friends that might come down? 
Like, you don't have to stay. Just get us in. And did you? No. Damn. So you bumped. I was never a club guy. I right. was always like an old man bar kind of guy. I, I, I appreciate those as well. And the Every old man so bars are great. You go to, you know, the mm, mm, mm But if you go in, in Red Bank, where I used to drink, sure. um, there are plenty of places where I never went clubbing because right. I wasn't a, a dance guy. No. Uh, I did go over to, it used to be uh, Chubby's. Yes. Now it's. The uh, Fix, I think it's called. Uh, or. 10th Avenue Burrito. Oh, it's 10th Avenue Burrito now, yeah. Or no, it's, I don't even think it's that anymore. Right. Yeah, uh, Chubby's is a place where people used to fight all the time and they got yeah, shut down. They got shut down. It was Chubby's. It was uh, Stevie Jeebies. Yeah. And it was Brokers, Brokers. for a while. Okay. And uh, yeah, I used no, to go dance in there and, you know. Hive of Scum and Villainry. No, it, was, it wasn't. Oh, it, it was, wasn't. It was like a pickup joint. Oh, okay. There, oh, you want to know some of the... the it was Brokers and Stevie Jeebies. Right. Those that was like one of the main pickup joints. Right. And oddly enough, the Oyster Point. Oh, the hotel. We used to call it the Wrinkle Room because you could uh, go over there you and, got, you and get a sugar mama. Get get an older lady. Nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, this uh, what well, was Batman and Catwoman. I didn't know if you needed. Well, I guess you don't because they got. Why didn't they bring Anne Harriet? They could have brought it. Well, they would. I don't know. <laughs> I that would have been too much for her. Yeah, I know. Oh my. Yeah. Oh, Batman! Yeah, now and we find out why Reza Ghul and Talia are on the island. Apparently, there's a there's there's a secret part of the island with a, uh, a labyrinth mm-hmm. where they send the criminal elements there to get lost forever. But in the middle of this labyrinth is a Lazarus pool. It's not a pit. Uh oh, it's, it's a pool. So, well, what's to stop these guys from going in, or the the criminal element to go in there and well, become immortal? You got to find it. And apparently, it's kind of hard to find, but they okay. they figure out a way to. They figure out a way to sort of like burger joint in the Parker Meridian. Yes, the, yes, okay. it's uh, or any 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 one of your speakeasies. If you uh, know where it is, get it's some, easy. Right, you got a book telling you where you it is. A book telling you, or use some right. Google and some detective work. Cool. And Batman is the world's greatest detective. Yeah, you can find it. So that's why that's why they're going through so much trouble to wow. find this place. So that's gotcha. uh, those are the books that I've been I've been reading. Pick those up. Okay. Also, I believe uh, Invincible Iron Man come out like number five come out this week uh, uh invincible iron man did come out okay. this week uh on my pile still i'm i'm woefully behind shamefully behind on my invincible yeah iron man. yeah it's good i'm digging riri and the the digital avatar yeah uh, she's Tony pretty Stark. cool I, i've been uh I've, the one that i love is again bendis uh the yeah. infamous iron man yeah fantastic dr doom is iron man yeah Pick so, it up, folks. So good stuff. Uh, I have some comic book news here, Mike. Yes, uh, we do. Batman Dark Days, a couple of Batman one-shots that are coming out, written by Scott Snyder and James Tiny in the fourth, uh, one of whom have has been on the show. The other will be uh, has been on Comic Book Man. Yeah. And uh, God, I they, they're both them in New York. We probably could get them on this podcast we should at have the them same both, time yeah. at some point. They're both they're both friends of the family. Yeah, for they're sure. They're both good guys. Both great guys. And um, they're going to be working with Jim Lee, Andy Cooper, and John Jim Romita Lee, Jr. Uh, who's also been on the show, and John Romita Jr., also who's also show. been on the show. Yeah, so we just need Andy we need, Cooper. We, we need, need Andy and we need both of them. We, we do. need uh, Adam and Andy. Yeah, says Scott Snyder, Dark Days posits a mystery that traces all the way back to when I started on Batman. I've hinted at them over the years with Easter egg and clues. This is a mystery that literally begins at the dawn of man and spans generations of heroes and villains and ultimately leads to huge revelations about the past, present, and future of the cosmology of DC. Wow. I couldn't be more excited for Dark Days. It's the prelude to the event we've been developing for years. Wow. That's, that says a lot. So, Did uh, I ever tell you what I had? I had a, uh, an idea. What was your idea? For the um, 
the seeding of why are there so many humanoids in the uh, the DC universe? No, what's your idea? It was it was all like world seeding. Okay, where you had uh, like they we've established that Krypton actually went out and seeded some worlds. They went out to conquer, and uh, one so of the not worlds, just Earth then, but, but they seeded other worlds. They 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 didn't seed Earth. It's right. weird. Not in, well, not intentionally, but no. But they they, they sent Superman here. Yeah, that's true. Uh, all right, but they uh, they founded Daxum, which is where Monel is from, and, and one of the springboards for the Legion of Superheroes. Yeah, but I was going to have everything revolve. You know, they say that uh, Oa was like the birth birthplace of the universe, right? Like the uh, Maltus. That's that's the name of Oa. Yeah, before, and um, I was going to have everything like turn where uh, Earth actually. They had to leave Earth, um, and they they went to Krypton. So the Kryptonians oh, so actually started like a, on Earth. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and I like that. that. And it comes back. Comes it comes full back. Circle. So yeah. yeah, so Krypton isn't as alien as you think it is. No, I like that. Yeah, it would have been cool. I like that. It's very. Isn't that how Scientology works? Eh, I won't get into religion. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, it's not. Thank God, it's not how Scientology okay, works. Yeah. yeah. Uh, look for Dark Days The Forge number one to hit stores on June 14th. I am. For Dark Days The Casting number one to follow on July 12th. Wow. And yeah, if Scott Snyder and James Tiny and Jim Lee and Ramita and Kubert are excited about this, I mean, are you looking at this is the all star lineup right now? Yeah, here. it's pretty big. In all of comics. Yeah, so. you got like five of the heaviest hitters out there. Yeah, so. all doing working on a like Batman book. Come on, man. Yeah. That's a, these are must pick up. So I'm waiting for July. June and July. June and July. Uh, Deadpool number two. Deadpool, Deadpool, Deadpool two, two. The movie. Uh, it is rumored, Mike, that the Man of Steel star Michael Shannon is reportedly the new frontrunner to play Cable. Really, and I don't see you, it. You, you may know Michael Shannon as General Zod. I do. I remember him. What is with all these guys playing two roles in comic book movies? I, like years be, because you get you know it, the, what's the hottest thing out there now? Comic book movies. Sure, but they um, can't find. They got to, I don't know. It's. I wouldn't use Michael Shannon. I mean, no offense to the guy. Okay. But he is not cable. Yeah. Just. Uh, Dolph Lundgren, sure. Yeah. Um, Kevin Nash, I can I could why, see that. Kevin Nash, absolutely. Um, <laughs> David Harbour. Was David Harbour has been. Talk about perfect casting. Yeah. David Harbour has been rumored to be up for the role. Even yeah. uh, rumors say he's screen tested for Fox. Yeah. Rumor says that he's he went down and screen tested. Yeah. So um, I could see that as well. Several other actors have been rumored. Uh, uh, Rob, right, uh, Rob Liefeld is championing Russell Crowe. Maybe a little too old, but... No, not no, too not old, too but old? Russell Crowe, as, as, as long as you keep him away from the telephones. Uh, telephones. Yeah, we're good. Why not? That'd be great. There's a, why not? It's Deadpool, man. Take a scene where yeah. he beats someone down with a phone. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would work perfectly within the... the How the funny would that be? ...universe of the movie. That'd be great. That would be great. Um, also, Mike, uh, Warner Brothers and 20th Century Fox and their other studios are working toward a proposed deal where they would be releasing movies out to uh, out to homes 30 days after they're released in the movie theaters. Wow. The fee would be $30 to offset okay. any lost box office revenue. I'm sure they'd probably be sharing with some of that with the theaters or not. But this would mean that you wouldn't have to go to the movies anymore. You could wait a little I, bit. I got to be honest. I, I like going to the movies. Okay, yeah, you're I've, a frequent. You're a pretty frequent yeah. movie goer. You have, 
you have uh, two movie loving kids. And I do, wife. and Your thank God for that. And my wife is awesome at the movies too. <laughs> I mean, we love going in there. You know, you you slide back. You yeah. got those those really kick ass chairs. I mean, if you've got a home theater, uh, you know, in your house. Sure. And, and who I get? Well, oh, you don't. <laughs> you never. You've never been. <laughs> I don't. I, I, I had um, back in back in my bachelor days. I had a little. I had a pretty cool setup, but it was in my apartment. Right. And I got noise. I got cops calling me all the time. Really? I had, like a, sub, I had a freaking subwoofer in my apartment. Oh the thing that man. All the bass. That's awesome. One time I was watching like volca- one of those volcano movies, and I got the cops called on me. <laughs> Dante's Peak. You got called for Dante's I did. Peak. No, I literally <laughs> did. I'm not even kidding. I did. Do I you was have, watching Dante's Peak in the Do you have cop. Linda Hamilton strapped up in your apartment, Mr. Chen? Yeah, and not only that, it was so innocuous. I was watching it with my parents. Oh, so the, God. Shut that up. Hello, Turn oh, off that uh, noise. Uh, 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 hello, oh, hi, officer. Uh, uh, what seems to be the problem? Um, uh, we've gotten uh, uh, complaints of a uh, loud amount of noise from your apartment. Yes, yeah, seriously. I, I paused it, so it sounded pretty quiet. My parents are, you know, they're sitting there like. Of course. Pretty, like, it looks like they're at a knitting circle. I'm like I don't know what you're talking about, sir. I have like, no. I'm one of your neighbors a, called said uh, they they heard they heard explosions and uh, my neighbor's of, a dick. I'm a noise coming out of your apartment. It's like I I don't know what you're talking about, sir. But I'll be sure to keep it down. Um, let's be careful out there. So yeah, and then I watched the rest. He appreciated of it. I, that. I turned it down. So I that was I would have cranked it up. I'd have been like fuck you, Nicholas. <laughs> until the cops <laughs> came again. Yeah, so that's uh, I got. I have no idea what your neighbor's name is, but Nicholas just seemed like the it, the name. That it was you would... a very small apartment complex All with right. very thin walls built in the seventies. So. All right. Well, I mean, they were probably trying to. Sleep. And this is that in Los Angeles? No, it was in Maryland. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So. It's still dicks. Yeah, but I I know you love going to the movies. I don't. I used to love going to the movies. I would mm-hmm. go almost every weekend before I had kids. And then I had kids and kind of curbed off from there. Now it's kind of like, you guys want to go? I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna stay here. I'm like, all right. No, yeah. the trajectories should be like up, like they're they're getting psyched I, to go. I understand, but I think in this day and age, it's not really like that anymore. Uh, People don't well, want to leave the house. I, all right, I get now, you. No, you know me. I don't. I'm barely at home. So that's true. But not most people. Uh, you know, in most cases. People just want to stay at home. They, they don't should be get- like, go to the movies with TV, Dad. You bet I will. Yeah. Well. Going to movies used to be a thing. It used to be a whole like going. To, it used to be like going to the theater, going to a sporting event. It, it, it was going to the event. drive drive-in was a, like a major thing. Yeah, we're going to the drive-in this weekend, Holy kids. Crap. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. We're going to the drive-in. Yeah. Then the drive-ins died because of fucking property values, and there aren't oh, really that's, many anymore. Which is a shame. I love the drive-in movie. Theater. I'm telling you. Well, and again, I had the idea: drive-in movie clubs. I, I'm with you, dude. If telling we, you. All right, that's it. Tonight I'm when, playing the lottery. When and folks, when we, anyone listening right now. Right now, yeah. Uh, the first hundred people who tweet me, if I win the lottery, okay. you get free lifetime membership to okay, the, the driving club. To this and I've got the, our theoretical uh, driving club. Yeah. But we've got we've got uh, the perfect places for it now. We've got um, Fort Monmouth. We do. I would buy a stretch of land, even oh, yeah. if it's like a million bucks for like yeah, for sure. 100 or however many acres. Right. Be like 10 acres. Yes. I'd, I'd have two side by sides. Yeah. Yeah. Two two screens, gourmet food. Gourmet food. Gour, gourmet gourmet fried food. You know, oh, just my, like the, the old movie I, theater. I'm telling you, my. Truffle popcorn. Or would, you can get the oh, non truffle part. But yeah, you could if you want, there. but don't be a pusshole. Yeah. Get the truffle yeah, popcorn. Yeah, it'd be a whole experience, man. That I, That's my dream as well. So yeah. So that's cool. Beautiful. But 
for the people who don't want to leave, win 30 days, you pony up 30 bucks. Yeah, 30, hey, it's not bad. And you invite people over. If you want, yeah. And if you got a big enough you want. Uh, TV yep. and you've got the subwoofer in your house, yeah, go to town, 30 days man. is not that long. 30 days no. goes pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there was a time where like I had to be there opening night. Like No matter how bad the movie turned right. out to be. Of course. If it was hyped enough, bam, I, was, I was there. All the Star Wars. All every. The, yeah. st- Every Star Wars from Empire on. Oh yeah, I, was at the I mean Star Wars. I, I was not opening night, but I mean I was at. It got to the pier. Like I went to opening night of uh, the the Matthew Broderick Godzilla because I thought it was going to be awesome because it hyped yeah. it so much. Actually, like, so was I. I yeah. was over in Atlantic Islands. Yeah, the Atlantic Islands Cinema when it it opened. Yeah, and you know th- things like that. I was, Starship Troopers. I was there opening night. Like anything that seemed Starship, like an event. Yeah, I was there opening night. But I was a young man back then with nothing else to do. So. And my 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 then my then girlfriend now wife came with me. God bless her. Uh-huh. Uh huh. All the Matrix movies. I was there. Yes. Opening night. Even like the third one. That shitty third I, one. We went to the second one opening night. We went to the yep. first one opening night. Second one opening night, and that was such a disappointment. Yeah. I didn't even bother. So with the, the third, third one. one, they released at the same time worldwide. Uh huh. Meaning. In our time zone, it came out nine thirty in the morning. God bless my wife. She went with me, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is so." That's bad. love. This is terrible. Yeah. And then... Uh, Should have Fan- known after Phantom- the second one. Phantom Menace. I took off work on that Friday. Okay. And uh, the first showing at the nearby theater is 9 a.m. God bless. My wife also took off work went with cool. me. God bless her. So. We went opening night. We went on a Friday night, Jules and I. Um, my then girlfriend, now wife, yeah. actually uh, came with me too. Yeah. That's why we married these sucked. ladies because they... We dragged him to freaking Phantom Actually, Menace. Actually, she dragged me. Oh, wow. Okay. But she refused to go to any of the other ones. Yeah. And she didn't see. We, we talked about it on a Ming and Mike show. I think she didn't. Or, or the or Rogue, Rogue One review. Yeah. Uh, head over to MingandMike.com to listen to that. We talked about that very briefly. So yep. So now, if you choose not to, you can. Yeah. 30 home. days after. Why Only not? 30 bucks. And you know, eventually, folks, if this catches on, it's they're going to whittle down the time. It's going to be two weeks after. Yeah, it will. And then yeah. uh, you might or even maybe be able two to... two weeks and 50 bucks, they may raise the price a or little they, bit. Or they might do it for... Yeah, they might raise the price to 50. And, you know, opening night, if you want to have it in your house, right. 100 bucks. Yeah. So here's my question for you then. With this, the advent of this, with... Kevin has a 103-inch movie screen. Uh, right. You can go and buy an 80-inch TV. Yep. Basically, in your, in your living room, covers most of your field of vision. Okay. Everything, you know, HD, 4K, right. all this... Will the movies ever die? No. Do you think? Do you think the cinema no. itself will be like? You know what? We're not even going to bother anymore. It's, nope. Okay. So you think it's still an experience, an event? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I think people go there. They go there for the experience. People don't want to just sit at home. You're right. Um, they want to get out. It's still it's still cool. It's like going to a sporting event. That's the analogy. Why not? Why not just watch it at home? Yeah. You can. There's especially a certain- with those big those prices. Exactly. You know, yeah. Why not just watch it at home? Because there's because a certain electricity in the air. Right, there's a certain a great... energy that you've got. You know, people people were cosplaying. Yep. Uh, at Captain America opening, and actually, we went to the midnight showing yep. at uh, it was midnight on a Thursday. Right. And there were people cosplaying. Yeah. As it's still Peggy fun. Carter for yeah. fuck's sake. Peggy Carter. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I loved it. It was great. I, I love it too. So, so all right. Yeah. Cool. Never so die. Opinion on that. And one last thing of note, uh, Black Cat and Silver Sable in development as a spinoff film from Sony, Mike. Okay. Thor Ragnarok's uh, writer Chris Yost is attached to pen a script based on an earlier version by Lisa Joy, who co-created Westworld. So these are some pretty heavy hitters, people who know what they're writing. 
Uh, would the, would this be something that interests you? I'm going to say yes. Absolutely, okay. I would love to see. I, I I love strong female characters. Yeah, this is cool. Yeah, I, cool. I, I think that too. I think this could this could be pretty cool. It kind of pisses me off that Scarlett Johansson doesn't get. I mean, she can do Ghost in the Shell, but she can't be a standalone Black, Black Widow. She can. I would love she to can. see a standalone Black Widow movie. Yeah, I mean, it may come at some point eventually. Or I would love to see her teaming up with and finding out the backstory of. Yes. Um, of everybody. Yeah. I think it'd be great. It'd be awesome. All right. Well, thank you very much, everybody. For Thanks listening. for listening uh, to us, folks. It's uh, ISO Comics for this week, and there you go. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at smodcast.com.